This is the Work Smart Hypnosis Podcast, session number 75, Mental Triggers to Buy Hypnosis. Welcome to the Work Smart Hypnosis Podcast with Jason Lynette, your professional resource for hypnosis training and outstanding business success. Here's your host, Jason Lynette. Hey there, Jason Lynette here, and welcome back for another action-packed session where we are about to jump into my live classroom. Well, live in the sense that it was recorded live and not quite my classroom because I actually recorded this out at the HypnoThoughts Live convention just a couple of days ago. I'm recording this here today just before the um, launch of the session, and I was uh, pleased and honored to present a two-day business class titled Hypnotic Business Mastery. We had about two dozen people in the room, just an outstanding group of hypnosis students looking to grow their businesses from all over the world. And I kicked off day two with something that in many ways I've modeled from other sources, most notably information marketer by the name of Jeff Walker. Check him out. His program is called Product Launch Formula. And it's all about the psychological principles, or as Jeff Walker would call it, the mental triggers that are at play for someone to take that step and become a paying customer. And these things are true whether we're selling hypnosis sessions, whether we're selling a hypnosis show, whether we're selling a product or even booking a seat in a training. So it's the mental triggers that are at play. And granted, there's like two dozen of these things. And you're just going to hear a brief clip from the class. This is not the entire content. To get the entire content, this is going to be added to my digital access program titled Hypnotic Business Systems, which is well over 40, 50 hours of on-demand digital access business training for the modern hypnotist. It is the roadmap of how I have done nearly everything inside of my hypnosis business. From no-cost to low-cost strategies to things you can do without a computer to, oh my god, this is insane, what can be done with modern computers today? Check that out. It's a low-cost entry over at hypnoticbusinesssystems.com. Though, in a moment here, we're going to jump into the classroom to learn all about the psychological principles, the mental triggers that are at play for someone to take that buying decision. Let's jump right in. This is session number 75, Mental Triggers to Buy Hypnosis. Uh, I want to kick off with something this morning, which is not in your books, because it's something that I was considering and then pulling out, then considering and then deciding, let's put it back in, and then going, no, let's not do it. And it is absolutely beautiful. So let's do it. And it's something that I've actually picked up from multiple sources over the years. Most notably, I mentioned the guy Jeff Walker, and it's something that we as hypnotists would really begin to understand the psychology, the thinking behind the process of, as he calls it, what are mental triggers? What are the psychological principles that cause people to want to buy? And if we can actually then take whatever our strategies, our platforms, our principles, and put them into these formats and begin to compartmentalize exactly what's going on. I forget the exact reference of who it is. I think his name was Fitzky, which he's in the magic community. He passed away a hundred and so years ago. And it's more so by a reference that Fitzky was a guy that in one of his books defined every possible magical effect that could occur. You could have a transformation that the pen can suddenly transform to a red one. 
You could have a disappearance and suddenly it's gone. You could have a levitation where you let go and it floats. But levitation is different than flying, which is where I would let go and the thing would begin to fly around the room. I could also have a suspension where I could hold my finger out, balance the pen on a corner, and it would just stay there. And this was massively helpful to the magician because they could step back and look at their entire show and maybe realize, oh, I'm doing the same damn trick over and over. So in the concepts of sales, to define the mental triggers that actually have to occur for someone to cross that threshold and to start to recognize that perhaps like the magician, so you're not doing the same thing over and over becomes this massively empowering thing to go into. You heard me characterize one of them. There's at least a couple of dozen of these that we'll start to address. What are things that begin to build that rapport and get people to cross that threshold, at which point now, here's my money. And you heard me yesterday crack the joke that it turns out the more I spend money, the more I spend time around marketers, the more they're speaking our hypnotic language patterns. Shoot videos, tell stories. So stories, stories excite the imagination. Stories invite that subconscious interaction. Stories also build rapport. It's a way of demonstrating something else by way of that wonderful story, as we all would know. In hypnotic terms, how do we creatively speak through the filter of a story to access that issue? So the same way that yesterday I opened up the day by telling several stories and then I unpacked those stories for you, well, this one demonstrating that yes, this guy's actually seen clients, he gets results, and here's what people have done with this information. So when all else fails, tell a story. It's just this massively, massively empowering strategy. How do we also activate that event? Well, let's use that word, event-based which you are all sitting in a room in, in conjunction with an event. So people will often buy when there's an event related to what's going on. I would share with you something that I don't do enough of. And it's how, and I'll share with you why. It's how in the world of selling a product online, if the doors are closed, however, this Friday, we're going to open up the cart and we're going to be opening up that cart and you can purchase this program. It's only going to be available Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. You want the classic example of this, which doesn't exist as much as it used to? We're reopening the Disney vault and you can buy 101 Dalmatians once again on VHS. Nowadays, here's everything. They've stopped using that strategy in recent years, but I heard many of you laugh and smile at that moment because it was this whole almost gatekeeper type strategy that you weren't allowed inside unless we suddenly opened up the Disney vault and that thing is available again. It's how even certain car companies, event-based, I'm blanking on the name, electronic car, the Tesla. Tesla, yeah, where it's a whole event that in a couple of years, here's the next one. You can sign up to be on the waiting list now. You know, the Apple products, it's an event-based launch. They will sell most of their products because it's related to that event. It's coming up whatever day it is in September. It'll be in stores on this day coming up soon. And there's people who will, you know, it launches. You can buy it this time. And there's people around the world who will set their alarm clock to wake up, make that purchase. And you're getting the idea here. When it's an event-based outcome, 
it builds this trigger of we're going to be part of something. There's going to be a lot of crossover from all of these over as well. Social proof. This is an incredible one to start to fold in. And yes, we're going to be talking about testimonials. Yes, we're going to be talking about referral strategies. Yet it's just that place that people feel safe. People feel that comfort. People feel that security when they're seeing that this has worked for other people. It's how, as you work, we'll talk about video testimonials. We'll talk about written testimonials. When I was working for high schools, my marketing strategy, my closing strategy was based on one specific word, thud, T-H-U-D. Because I was shipping the person from the school who was contacting me for a program about two pounds of paper in a giant priority mail envelope, which was about maybe 75 testimonial letters. It was about 50 or so news articles. It was all sorts of what we call white papers, special reports. We'll talk about that today. A DVD, a book, just this big old pile of stuff because I wanted that senior class advisor to walk into that principal's office and go, thud. I want to do this assembly. And what would he do? You've read all this? Yes. Okay, go ahead. It was the shock and awe method. It was all social proof. There was a document in there which was, here's the list of all of the schools that Jason Lynette has worked at, and the number of asterisks next to the school denotes how many times he's been to the school. So for any school that ever played the game of, well, how do we know it's an appropriate program? It was one of those try and touch me now moments. You have the client list of more than 300 schools that I've worked with. You have the full list of the ones that I go to year after year. And I honestly tell you, if I did something at your school that you didn't think was appropriate, I would want you to personally call up each one of these schools and let them know what I did. Oh, okay, yeah, you're fine. Talk about social proof. Here are the feedback letters of all these clients. Here are all these testimonials. Here's all these talking heads of students from classes. Social proof, social proof, social proof. An interesting one to play with. Now, this is one that I would tell you, the moment you fake this, you lose entirely complete rapport with your audience and you will never regain it again. Scarcity. Because basically, if I say that only three people can sign up for this, we're only doing this until January 1st, and then I'm letting a whole bunch of people in January 15, January 17, and hey, you it's a place where you can really begin to hurt that reputation at times. Scarcity. It could be based on a specific date. It can be based on a specific number of seats. So like for this course, as an example, I, I'm a fan of this, which is for a class which would be that if today is uh, the 24th, between now and the 30th, or for the first 10 people who sign up. I'm a big fan of using that type of strategy. If I'm sending out an email for clients, I play a game constantly, which is that while I'm here, traditionally Virginia hypnosis is not making money. Though actually I just checked my email because I gave the convention center area here 50 bucks to have Wi-Fi in here today, yay. And I did a speed check to make sure it's actually worth it, it's good. So we'll have better internet for these demos. So it's a place where again, 
I will play the strategy of I'm out of town. And basically, if you sign up for these services while I'm out of town and you pay online, here's the discount. If you look at some of the stuff I do on social media, oftentimes here's the promo code to get a five day trial to hypnotic workers. This is only good till this day. And I will not send out that message. It's to a very targeted list. It's to a very targeted group. And I will only send that out if I've actually programmed in that promotional code to stop it that day. And three days later after the deadline, oh, I forgot. Well, it's only this much a month. Get started the day, cancel anytime. Well, can I get it? No. I shut that off. Because again, you want to do these things with integrity. This is a place where, again, I become a little vindictive, especially with so many, oh, let's go there, hypnotists in the social media world who think business is absolutely the devil. And there was a time I posted something even about this class, like, oh, are you going to be teaching false scarcity? And I responded, no, I said 10 people could sign up for this rate, eight have signed up, two spots are left. 30 minutes later, the two spots are filled. Check the website, it's been updated. Dot, 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 in parentheses. Fucker. No, I didn't write that. <laughs> um, next, not my client. Not seeing any clients. Doesn't have any credibility. Authority is an amazing mental trigger, which let's put this in the filter for a moment of the Virginia Hypnosis website. Let me kick over here to this website. So in terms of authority, you land on the Virginia Hypnosis website and immediately there's a guy talking to you through the screen. We treat the moments of seeing the interaction on a computer the same as the prestige of seeing somebody on television and suddenly they're in the room. You know, think back to when you were in elementary school and you ran into your teacher at the grocery store and she was a freaking celebrity. Uh, <laughs> so it's in that moment of being able to recognize that suddenly this is what I deem the Willie Nelson effect. Why? My mother, huge Willie Nelson fan. I surprise her for Mother's Day and we got tickets for Willie Nelson. He sits on the stage at the end of the concert. He signs every autograph. He talks to every fan. She's having a conversation with him that she has been having for well over 30 or 40 years. He's there for the first time. Yet it's as if they'd been friends for so many years because they have. The talking head video on the website establishes credibility, establishes that authority. On the website, let me make this a little bit bigger for the screen and also for the share, but they're on the site and they can browse around and there's testimonials, there's training, there's these pages where they can go to the Stop Smoking page, for example, and here I am talking about how successful the process is here I am, and there's all sorts of feedback letters. Here I am published in a local newspaper. Here's the article I wrote in my local column. Here are all these examples of what's going on. They can go to the training page. And again, there's more video. Here I am getting major awards. And it's just proof, 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 authority, authority, authority. As a side note, you walk into my hypnosis center, the classroom is always set up. It always looks like this. Even if the class wraps up today and the next class is three months from now, I leave that stuff up in the wall. I will walk my clients, hey, let's give you a quick tour of the space. I will walk them through the classroom, down the hallway into the back room where we now work together. 
which is just building up, building up. This is the guy who does hypnosis. You want a really cool strategy, you go to on my website, learn more, and you look at five questions to ask your hypnotist. This is being recorded, so if you're furiously taking notes, you're going to get this later. And I referenced this yesterday. Well, here are the questions you should ask. And it's all about what is the criteria that should be used to measure whether or not your hypnotist is qualified to work with you. What are the five criteria? Whatever five things you could come up with that completely point back to you that are ethical. So what mine are doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that you don't have the example of an award-winning instructor. It doesn't matter that you're not presenting at major hypnosis conventions. It doesn't matter that you, the one I love, you want to be able to find proof of your hypnotist on websites other than their own. Why? Because anyone can publish a website nowadays. And it's the Tony Robbins line of success leaves clues. You want to find evidence that this person is out there getting good results and is respected in their community. So you do want that or that's more I, Well, I do that because that points to me. But if you can't answer that question, don't put that on your website. <laughs> so it's a place of establishing that authority, which my whole thing of the thud, that my whole thing of the way this website is built, it's all just establishing this is the guy who is the hypnotist. Why is my business name Virginia Hypnosis? The gods of Google opened up and it was available. Springfield Hypnosis? I know, and I couldn't get it because of you. Uh, Randy Buecher, does anybody know Randy? Randy, I think, was here like three years ago. Randy is in Alexandria, Kentucky, and he's why I can't get alexandriahypnosis.com. He gets a lot of calls that he has to refer to me, though. Ha <laughs> ha. Anything you can do that establishes authority is going to be something fantastic, which is where... As a side note, let's say you're doing some sort of health fair, I don't want you just being the person paying for a table, you know, selling your gadgets at the table like everybody else does. No, I want you there speaking at that health event. I want you there in an authoritative role as an expert, as opposed to someone like anybody else. We'll leave the details out. Those of you with wonderfully imaginative thought processes and knowledge of other hypnosis events, it's a moment where there are some hypnosis events that like to say you can't speak about your topic at other events. Yet it's a fun conversation where someone goes, oh, you're speaking over at this convention. Yeah, you shouldn't be attending any convention now that you're not speaking at. To which I go, was that an endorsement? He goes, no. But it's where I want you to be the expert. I don't want you to be just someone like everybody else. So if it's a health fair that's saying, buy a booth, your follow-up question is, Tell me about the speaking opportunities. I, I have a pro, here's the close. It's the assumptive close. I have a presentation on this, this, or that. Which one would be the best fit for your organization? Here's all these half marathons that I've done recently and they find out I'm a hypnotist and they go, oh, do you want to do a table in the exhibit hall? Well, yeah, I could do that. However, I saw that you have all these speaking spots. What if I did something specifically on running? And honestly, I will not pay for that table unless I'm there speaking. Here I am in that newspaper that I worked with for a while. The newspaper went under, as newspapers are going, and it's the place where they contact me for advertisement, and my follow-up question is, tell me about columns. What do you have at the moment? Well, we don't have one. Oh, well, I have many articles I've written on this, this, and that. And yes, I was paying them for that spot, but I would not be willing to do that if I wasn't there in a position of authority. 
Authority will win. The print ad, nothing. Nothing ever converted on the print ad. The article had value as it was printed. The article had even more value as I stuck it on my website and you land over here at the academic and memory improvement page. By the way, we'll talk about this page later today because all the fancy video stuff you see me do, this video was shot with my iPhone, edited on YouTube, and stuck on my website in a matter of 30 minutes. You don't need to buy $3,000 of gear. But you scroll down on this page, and no, it's not there on this one, on the page that is, where is it? Public speaking. On the public speaking page, here's the article. Well, there's video testimonial of a client. Here I am building authority, improve your public speaking, and scroll down. Yes, you can speak with confidence. That's the link to the art column that I had for a while, and I did one month specifically on public speaking. Jules, you had a question? I do. May I ask you a question that, of course, you may address later, but I just want to put it out there. Somewhere. Most likely. <laughs> We'll be hitting on that tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> tomorrow, yeah. Awesome. I'll be in Mike Mandel. <laughs> so, uh, for those of us that doesn't necessarily come naturally, yes. uh, like, like yourself, where it's... Thank you for the compliment. Anyway, it moving was, on. It was. <laughs> it was. But, um, for speaking engagement, you know, mm -hmm. how small... Coming later. Coming later. Let's you know, take on the mental triggers for now. You don't have to answer it now, but my yeah. question is, for those of us that doesn't come naturally, to know how to write one, not to be afraid to speak, mm -hmm. to speak or not be afraid to speak, but to know what to say. Content creation is coming today. Okay. Yeah. That's one of my Content creation, it is really so problems. simple. I will give you a formula that makes it so easy. Okay. Is it on the mental triggers or is it something else? Uh, something you just covered. But yeah, go question. for it. Talk about the name and the importance of the name. You went with the Write it down. We'll come to that later. Okay. Yeah, just because I want to keep us through these mental triggers for right now. Another one to play with, and again, there's overlap because this kind of fits with uh, event-based events. Anticipation. There's your Apple launch. There's the Tesla. The expectation that this is coming. The anticipation that this thing is coming soon. So several of you caught me either in the hallways or at the bar or various places and we'll talk about this concept today, that of a seed launch. Which is that how do you actually start to sell something before it actually is ready? which builds the anticipation of here's what's coming. We'll chat about that in massive detail a little bit later. The rest of these are going to start to fold over into other categories. This one is one that maybe takes a little bit of finesse and maybe isn't appropriate for most markets, but to identify a common enemy. Because are there people in this country that are voting for Hillary because they don't want Trump? And are there people voting for Trump because they don't want Hillary? And are there people voting for a third party candidate that they haven't researched in any way whatsoever because they don't want those other two at all? Are there some people who buy Apple products because they hate everything Windows? Are there people who buy everything Windows because they hate everything Apple? So to identify a common enemy. The easiest one are those bastards with the cigarette companies that as you quit smoking, you are sticking that middle finger up in the air and you are celebrating your success, that they're not going to have control of you anymore. Maybe it's the weight loss industry that has been selling you all these lies over the years. It's a place where I would rather see you sell your benefits, sell your features first you know, sell them what's great about you, and then maybe this is that kicker that kind of nudges them over. 
because you have been lied to all these years. And as we work together, you're going to learn the real secrets of how to control your health, how to control your eating patterns, and how to truly take back control of your life. And we are now in rapport because you and I are working together on this, and here's that common enemy, which you heard a small sliver of this yesterday with the patch, the gum, and all these other nicotine replacement things, all these medications that made someone completely nuts and crazy. That's what we're now actually going for inside of that moment. So identifying a common enemy. This kind of goes back to social proof, yet the actual category here would be that of proof. The difference between social proof and just proof would be if you have specific statistics, which for those of you that are brand new in hypnosis, brand new in hypnosis, and you don't have video testimonials, you don't have articles, you don't have all the assets, as I'm going to label them, that you're seeing on my site. You can stand on the success of your profession. Because in clinical studies, hypnosis has been found to have X and X results. Which, as a side note, a wonderful little thing to know about is a little website called Google Scholar. Scholar.google.com. Or just Google Google Scholar, because they're going to change that URL at some point. So just Google Google Scholar. And you can go in, you can type in hypnosis and someone give me an issue. Oh, wow. Throw it out there. Phobias. phobias. Hypnosis and phobias. I'm going to hit search and my results basically popped up 9,380 results that include both the word hypnosis and phobia. Let's click the first one, which is all about hypnosis and desensitization for phobias. And in this study, 23 patients had desensitization and 18 had hypnosis. And let's scroll down until we find a result. Both treatments had significant results and um, slightly more improvement with those who did hypnosis. You stick that on your website, you give the reference point, you are standing on the success of your profession, and it doesn't matter that you don't have your own testimonials, dot, 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 yet. As you get your testimonials, you stick that stuff above <laughs> and you put the other stuff below, similar to on my Stop Smoking page, Here's all these feedback things, here's all these feedback things, here's all these feedback things, and now here's a bunch of research. I use the stuff because it works. So for the person who actually occasionally calls and goes, well, I don't know if I believe in this stuff. The concept of belief is like 30 or 40 years out of date. We've now verified through scientific research, many studies point to what happens in the brain, what's happening in the body, and here's all these scores of research that point out just how effective it is. What else? <laughs> Here's the student who goes, well, I don't know if there's any real research that actually supports this. I sent her a link to Google Scholar just with the word hypnosis. Results were like in the hundreds of thousands. She signed up in the next 10 minutes. Yes, you had a question? Yeah. So I have a concern about video testimonials. Yes. Because I am a licensed counselor. Right. Let's hit video testimonials when we hit video. So write that down, bring that up when we hit that segment. Yes? Sorry, one more time. You cite your sources. I always cite my sources because, uh, again, Steve Martin, you can't stand in court and say, 
sorry, Your Honor, I did not know murder was illegal. Actually, there are many hypnotists that are using this specific chunk of research. And this specific chunk of research was actually done by John Mangiovi, who is in New York City. Mangio, however it's pronounced. It's like I'm always freaking out and nerding out over um, the guy, what's his name, who did Hypnoband, John McClain. I don't know the program itself, but that's Bruce Willis in Die Hard. It's like, nice. He pushed uh, Alan Rickman out of a building, and then he published a weight loss protocol. But this specific thing on the Stop Smoking page of my website, go there, copy it, but give John credit. Because this specific compilation of research is John's. And he will send you an email if you are not citing him. But I'm always citing it because, again, it's the point of reference. I mean, it's how, look at the current political climate in any country where people are being fact-checked, and someone gets up and says, this is the research. And then suddenly here's the newspaper going, no. You know, not to turn it political, but here's this perfect moment where Trump says, he's talking to the African-American community and his whole, this percentage of your, uh, uh, this percentage of your community is uh, unemployed. And that specific piece of research was even including like high schoolers. So they're going, if you really want to track the employment rates, it's really this number, which is half. So it's this place of fact-checking. It has so much more credibility. I love, what's his name, uh, Dave Ramsey, money makeover, money guru guy, yet he is so bad about citing his references. He is so bad about it that I've stopped listening to him because he'll throw a statistic out there because did you know that 43.8 percentage points of statistics are made up on the spot? <laughs> yeah, so proof only counts if you can prove it. There you go. Which for the client who says, what is your success rate? I credit Scott for this one. Anecdotally, from those people I hear back from, I can say it's about this. Which, listen to all the modifiers on that one. And he told the story on a video product of his, which was that a doctor recited back the moment of, yeah, this other hypnotist just told me their success rate was 100%. And I just never let him in my office again. There's a guy who gets up at other hypnosis conventions and says, I tell my stop smoking clients I have a 98.2 percentage point success rate. How did I come up with that? I made it up because it, it sounds convincing. And I stood up and I walked out of the room. Don't lie. Business rule 102, don't be an asshole. Yes, you had a question. <laughs> I was just saying Google will penalize you as well yes absolutely it just knocks down that credibility it takes you an extra 10 seconds to give credit where credits due. someone else did your research for you give them credit enough said this one's a fun one controversy so let's look at our hypnosis profession briefly for those of you that are trainers or instructors why you should never do another progressive muscle relaxation ever again. Peaks your interest, doesn't it? Why instant inductions are the worst technique you could possibly use with a client. I don't agree with any of these things I just said. Uh, <laughs> but it's these places of saying something controversial, which kind of relates back to something we've already referenced, why the diet industry has been lying to you for all these years. It's the category of what could be considered, quote, clickbait, but you're going to click it. Child stars you'll never recognize. <laughs> you know, these places of inciting.
bit of controversy. There's a whole bunch of these that are more. And I'll email this list, though it's up here as well. The next one kind of combines two themes of commitment, consistency, that's spelled close enough, which I'd give you a personal example. There's a moment where I wanted to refocus on a couple of my goals and refocus on some strategies, and the Work Smart Hypnosis podcast took about a month off. And I learned a lesson from that one. My sales online have never been worse. So the consistency that this is the guy who puts things out on schedule. It builds trust. It builds that rapport. It's how I do something inside of my programs, which is the, this segment of it will be available to you on August 1st. And I better hit that deadline. Because the moment I don't hit that deadline, the consistency is lost. There are folks in my local area, don't smile too big, who would often promote trainings and then they're canceled because they didn't fill the seats. And now no one signs up for their events. There are times they've hosted guest trainings and those people are still trying to get paid. Reputation is something that once you lose it, it's hard to gain back. To which was a place where I started to take all of these other things and I folded it on a hyperdrive. Where in my local area, when I was doing a lot of guest trainings, I brought in Roy Hunter, I brought in Inez Simpson, I brought in Sean Michael Andrews, which was fun because he flew over from Germany, but he used to live in Maryland. He's local. I brought in Sheila Granger, and it's a moment where Sheila calls me up from the UK and she goes, I heard events are being canceled in your area. And I'm someone that you got to push me to really say something negative. Larry Elman gave me credit for a moment where I finally said something absolutely honest, not horrible, honest, about someone in the local area. And he goes, thank God you're human. <laughs> you phrase everything in such a positive way. And my line was, that person is the blank of the earth. But as that was going on in my local area, it became a moment of that is not going to touch me. So suddenly Sheila had an email. Hey, Sheila, your travel expenses are awfully high. I went ahead and sent you a $2,000 advance on the training. See you Monday. And I consistently was doing that. Why? Because that was my commitment and consistency. You know, the way that this event was arranged, I'll give you a bit of an insight here. Most of the events you paid HypnoThoughts Live. And for a couple of us that are savvy enough with our own marketing strategies, so me, Mike Mandel, Chris Thompson, Richard Barker, who else? David. David Snyder, absolutely. We were handling our own sales. So the split here, I mean, it's all open. We owe 30% of all the seats to them. When the others are now showing up to speak and they're getting paid by HypnoThoughts which they basically reached out to the folks who kind of do their own thing and just went, yeah, you all can do this. So it's a place where as soon as I show up, Richard, there's the check, which for me is mostly the moment of, I don't want it in my account anymore and thinking it's mine. Actually, I have a separate business savings account just for moments where that ain't my money, that's going to someone else. So it's like, as you all were registering, I just immediately transferred the money over to not get cocky and go, oh, I'm doing great. So commitment and consistency. You promise to send a client something, send it right away. Although you're gonna see my dirty rotten trick of let me take a note to send you something and I am programming a sequence which you're gonna get it automatically now because I'm just gonna forget. Interaction and conversation. 
This is a fun one to play with, which is building that community, building that interaction. So what would have been an amazing strategy if I had launched some sort of private chat group just for everybody who was signed up for this course? Man, that would have been a great idea. Hey, we should have done that next time. But building some sort of interaction, the magical moment of welcome to the family. Again, back to Disney, back to Anheuser-Busch, but their theme parks, they're not employees. They're team members. They're cast members. Welcome home. You know, look at how Apple has built this whole environment of the people who interact with their products. And people go to that store because they like the environment. So building that interaction, building that conversation. If there is one we are going to drill so heavily today, and perhaps my favorite one, reciprocity. This is perhaps the most powerful one, next to authority, in my opinion. I give away more content than most people in this industry have ever sold. And what's my formula? I give away the best stuff. I show people exactly what I'm doing. Which the mental trigger inside becomes, if this is the free stuff, I can't wait to see how much better the paid stuff is. Here's a fun fact since we're in Vegas. Back in the days of the Rat Pack on stage at the Sands Casino, there was a bar on stage. They were drinking the entire way through. And perhaps the one who maybe had the biggest issue with alcohol off the stage was the most sober on stage. Dean Martin was completely clean and sober on stage. His glass of scotch was tea. Every slur, every forgetting the words of a song was so perfectly rehearsed. The duo of him and Jerry Lewis, so much of the comedy I mean, to be the straight man of a comedy group, that's where your timing had to be impeccable, and he could feed Jerry the perfect moment to really get the laugh. Jerry would get the credit. Dean was making it work. And Dean's line was beautiful. Of he'd slur a song, he'd forget a lyric, and the line would be, you want to hear me sing seriously, you buy the album. Albums were on sale in the lobby. Sales were massive. So the concept of giving it away, because at times even the one who is so protective, holding it all back, so it's how in the process, I mean even on the phone, I will explain to a client, here's everything that's going to make you successful with this process, here's what we're going to do. And inside of even the demos, I mean that I'll do inside of classes, my favorite strategy with like making use of hypnotic metaphor is while we're in conversation, I am running every pattern on you before the session began. As I see you're nodding, I'm going, check, that's going to work. Check, that's going to work. Check, that's going to work. And the session now becomes, I'm just compounding everything we've already done conversationally. I've done two sessions in one in that strategy. But it's this giving away of content. I am in my webinars teaching, teaching, teaching. Here's a self-hypnosis technique you can use to cut down your cigarette smoking by half. Here's a technique you can use to completely improve your relationships. And again, reciprocity. It's perhaps one of the most, if not the most powerful mental trigger you can possibly do. If you have the fear of, if I give it away, they're not going to buy it, stop it. Because that's not the case. Yes, you had a. Yeah, I just want to mention. I heard those exact words about someone about at a training. It said, "He's giving this away for free." I could just. Yeah. I had to see what he was teaching. Exactly. Exactly. 
which again, the principle of show versus tell, it's where I'm, sh I'm, I'm telling you what to do and you think you're getting the full picture, but then in the show, it's the here's the step-by-step -step analysis of how to make it all work. Surprise. The moment of doing some sort of brief promotion, the moment of here's what this usually is, but if you do it right now, it folds in some scarcity. It kind of just brings in other terminologies that we've already addressed. Another wonderfully powerful one, likability, which is why in my videos, as we talk about that later today, that camera lens is my best friend. And if anybody has fear, the question that Jules made sure she wasn't asking about fear of giving live talks, fear of being in front of the camera, you are at a hypnosis convention and hypnosis we just found is massively successful for overcoming fears and phobias. So find someone in the hypnosis profession that you've been looking forward to meeting and saying, I got cash. Can you help me get over this fear? Seriously, I did a moment at the hypnobirthing convention which offended half of my audience and made raving fans of everybody else. Because someone raises the hand and goes, but I'm afraid of talking in front of cameras. And I go, who here is a hypnotist that feels confident working with fears? Yeah, what's your session fee? 150? Okay, hang on. My, my sales have been good here this week. I pulled out $150, I stuck it in her hand, I said, you have a session later today. They say what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Leave the fear here. Will you do that? This person never took me up on the session. This person came to me at the table later at the event and bought my product. Uh, <laughs> which was a moment of shock and awe, surprise, of doing something completely unexpected, which, again, offended half of my audience and made the other half like me. Credibility being interesting, which again, this kind of brings in different flavors of things we've already addressed so far. This is the guy who does this, this is the thud, this is the experience. Now, are you talking about credibility or celebrity? Because credibility... Again, there's going to be overlap, so to get into the specifics, it's like, do you count up or count down? You get the point. Why? Why are you doing the work that you're doing? It's the power of the word because. I work with my clients because here's the miraculous change that I've made in my life thanks to hypnosis. Which is folding in stories, it's folding in proof, it's folding in authority, it's folding in so many of these other concepts. Why do I teach business? Because the more we're all successful, the more we're all successful. And it's how here are my family members who like to ask a little snarky of a question. And I've unpacked the question enough to verify, no, this is what they're going. Oh, you're teaching the business again at the hypnosis convention? Oh, it'd be nicer if they let you teach hypnosis. Mm, yes. <laughs> How do you really feel? <laughs> this is a day, by the way, where people come up to go, oh, I love that color shirt you're wearing. I like that so much better than the purple. I'm like, that's not a compliment. <laughs> Shut up. It's nice, this purple on the tie. But it's this place of why. Why do we do the things that we do? And it brings that just natural passion to it. I teach hypnosis because years ago when I was seeing clients, people were saying, oh, you're good at this, you should teach. But it's when I discovered the mechanisms of how I reorganize the content, I approach it from a contextual point of view, and I found people learn it even faster, and I've launched more professional practitioners than other people in my local area. That was the gap that had to be filled. And that's the why, that's the because that fills my classes now.
I teach this stuff because I can be wonderfully successful and grow my bank account, but to see all of you out there using the same information and profiting and doing better yourself, because I learned from all of you. Because we were chatting last night about something and I realized there's a moment where, oh, that's how I do it. And it helps me to unpack what I'm doing and teach it even better and refine my strategies even better. Thanks for listening to the Work Smart Hypnosis Podcast at WorkSmartHypnosis.com. Jason Lynette here, and thank you so much once again for joining me here on this program. Look forward to further interviews, conversations, and advice on techniques as well as business like in this session today. For more information like this and to get the entire brain dump of everything that I've done for my hypnosis business, head over to HypnoticBusinessSystems.com. That is the digital on-demand all-access training for my hypnotic business program. So it features clips from various live classes. And this is cool. It gives you screenshot tutorials. So for some of those things that might be a little technologically minded, that you might be sitting there scratching your head going, I don't know how to do that. Well, inside of the program, I show you exactly how to do it. As if you were sitting right next to me and I was there walking you through it step by step. Check that out today. Get started for just $47 to get access to the entire roadmap as to how I've built a successful hypnosis business. Check that out today. Get registered. Sign up now. HypnoticBusinessSystems.com.